0: Welcome to This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. One verse, one truth, one choice.
1: Hello and welcome once again to This One Thing. I'm Carrie Kenyon Dern and I am so grateful to have you here with me this week. Also, I want to say a big welcome and hello to my very dear friend, Melina Puente. Thanks for coming back for season two to record with us again. It's so wonderful to see you and to hear your beautiful voice today. Hi, Melina.
0: Hey there, Carrie. Good to be here today.
1: Thank you also for picking our verse. This week's verse is Romans 15.4. And if it's okay with you, Melina, I'd like to go ahead and read it, but I'm going to throw it over to you and let you pull out some truth from this passage for us first today. Is that okay? Sounds great. Perfect. Okay. Romans 15.4 says, Such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us, and the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled what a powerful verse melina and yes as i You know, just read the verse before we even start unpacking the truth. And I throw it over to you. The first thing that I say and think when I read this verse is the two things that we need the most right now are offered here, hope and encouragement. I mean, I cannot think of one person, including myself, that doesn't (laughs) need hope and encouragement, right? With everything that's going on in our lives and in the world today. And so there's a whole lot here. Why don't you go ahead and pull some truth out of this verse for us?
0: happy to. Yes. One of the things that I was struck by as I read this passage, I I had to jump back into chapter 14 and pull out just kind of big picture things here. And 14 just talks about specifically meat and believers and whether they feel like they have permission to eat meat or not eat meat. And are we critical of people that eat meat? Do we not like people that eat meat? So he's trying to help them understand the kingdom of God is not about whether you eat meat or not. And he's like, that's not what we're talking about here. That shouldn't make a difference for us. He wants us to be critical about the kingdom of God things, the things that bring us peace, the things that bring us joy, not the things that are going to tear us apart. And the whole remember theme, the idea of remembering, and I love that you and Crystal talked about that last week. And so for me, this whole remembrance, and when it talks about the scripture piece here, written in scripture long ago to teach us. And as an educator, when you teach, you teach things to help people learn, but you put that in place so that they remember. Mm. Spiritually, the people of God were constantly put in a posture in the Old Testament to remember. Mm. It was always the covenant. um, When he created the rainbow, remember, I'm not going to destroy everything. When he did the Passover, and all these celebrations were put in place in the Old Testament, and Paul does a great job of reminding us when he says... This is to teach you. With Mm. that teaching, then he says the scriptures very specifically. The scriptures are what will give us the hope and the encouragement we are so patiently waiting for. Mm. With the hope, with the encouragement, in that for me when I'm reading it is, what are my relationships like? If I'm remembering The scriptures and how it helps me look a lot like Jesus. If I follow the scripture, if I study the scripture, I can pull the hope, I can pull the encouragement. So then my life reflects what I'm learning. Mm. Then I can go out and I can actually be a conduit for the peace, the hope, and the joy that Paul's trying to talk about here for these folks to live that life that reflects the kingdom of God, not whether I eat meat or I don't eat meat. So to do what is right for you, because as a believer, there's that freedom.
1: So the context is don't be critical. Yeah. Be in the word. Soak up that hope. Soak up that encouragement. Why? So that you can then be a blessing to others and you can be that hope and encouragement to others. And I love it. You said it like it's already happening as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. And that's that's how it's written. But The question for me is, are we waiting patiently? (laughs) And I don't think we're always waiting patiently. First of all, we're, we're implored to in this passage, but I know one thing, I know that we're not going to wait patiently for the promises in our lives to be fulfilled unless we're in the word. Amen. You know, as a counselor, I am seeing so much depression and so many of my clients are so, so heavy hearted and mental illness is skyrocketing right now there there are so many challenges mentally emotionally spiritually and then of course even physically as people have walked through the stress of the last year and a half two years yeah. and the hope and encouragement again is found in the scriptures and we soak that up because if we're not i love how you brought in chapter 14 we will be critical of others we will say my way's the right way we'll be judging we'll be condemning others and and this is highlighted for us Melina in the two verses right after our verse of the week so you talked about the context of our verse before the chapter before and the verses before but let me read verses five and six right after our verse of the week it says may God who gives this patience and encouragement help you to live in complete harmony with each other as is fitting for followers of Christ then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. So this is all about unity. Like you said, it's all about relationship highlighted again in verses five and six here. And this is so critical that we're not white knuckling it, that we're not trying harder to get along or say, you know, as a follower of Christ, I should be promoting unity. So I've got to do better. I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to give it the old college try. I'm going to try to not yell and scream at somebody when they they disagree with me or their politics are wrong. You know, It's, it's no, if we are bathing ourselves in the truth of God's word. We're receiving that hope and encouragement. We will wait patiently for the promises of God to be fulfilled in our lives personally, corporately, in the church. And then also more broadly as a society, as a nation, we'll we'll see the promises of God fulfilled in his timing, but we'll be able to wait because we are grafted in to him through his word and holding on to those promises. But I love that you pulled out, this is really about relationships. Yeah. This is really about, I'm either going to be critical, chapter 14, leading up to our verse of the week or i'm going to romans 15 5 and 6 i'm going to live in unity i'm going to live in harmony why our verse is the hinge between those two things because yes. i'm in the word that's where the hope and encouragement lies for me personally and it's also where the hope and encouragement that i need to be giving away as a child of god a son or a daughter of the most high god that's where i'm going to get it to give it away that's where the unity will be flowing from in my life is by being in God's word. So important. Yeah. So many times I think we remind people to read their Bible or to be in a word, but we don't always know why. How How, how is this going to affect my life today? And I love it that you just very, very matter of factly stated When we're in the word, when we are spending time with him and getting to know him through the written word, we are also spending time with Jesus. John made it very clear. Jesus is the word. The word is Jesus. Yes. And if we want to live in unity, whether it's in friendships, whether it's in marriage, whether it's with our in-laws or our coworkers, if we want to live in unity. We need to be in the word. Amen. So Melina, as we have unpacked a little bit of truth here, what's the choice that you want to put out for our listeners this week?
0: Well, I know that his focus is the believers, and he's talking about weaker and stronger. And that's where that critical heart kind of can come from. What I love is that as an educator, I remember the first year I was teaching, the Holy Spirit really prompted me to understand, you don't have to be right with these kids, Melina. I had to grow in that, so that I could be a more mature teacher. Uh, That was what I needed to understand. And I think there are many professions where we start out as new, and a believer is that very thing as well. We start out as new. I know for me personally, my friend had a lot of grace for me, and I think that heart of compassion as the remembering piece again, when we remember, we were new before and people helped us. And so for me, I want to have the grace to remember everybody's in their walk with the Lord, to embrace them where they're at and help them move forward with peace, with joy, with unity, so that I can help uh, whoever's in my circle of influence. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. And I think that patience with other people is a byproduct of us learning to wait patiently on God's promises being fulfilled. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So this, this passage is saying the scripture gives me hope and encouragement. And also it will allow me to wait patiently. But if I can wait patiently for the promises of God to be fulfilled in my life, I think I'm more likely to be patient with believers and even non-believers that maybe aren't making decisions or choices that I would say are wise (laughs) or mature, or commonsensical, right? Um, And and really, for me, what you just did is you reiterated the first verse of this chapter. So we're in Romans 15, verse 4 this week, but this is verse 1. It says, we who are strong must be considerate of those who are sensitive about things like this. Okay, of course, referring back to chapter 14, you already talked about that. There's this big debate, right? Because we've got the Jewish culture versus the Gentile culture. And this eating meat was a very, very big hot topic of the day. I mean, this is a divide like Democrat and Republican back in the day, right? This is a big, big divide for them. And so this was infiltrating the church. And this was becoming... A political conversation in the church. You know, the author of Romans here is going, wait a minute, wh- why are we talking about this? This isn't the conversation. The conversation is Christ crucified. Yes. Right. And the conversation is we need to be knowing him and we need to be crucifying our flesh to be made more like him. I mean, Paul was so passionate about that. He was so passionate about we have the power who raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of us. But as he was crucified, our flesh must be crucified so that we can be raised like him. You can hear the strong admonition in his voice here. You know, you're judging the very people that you need to be exemplifying the love, the grace, the peace, the hope, and the encouragement of Jesus Christ to. Yes. So I love what you shared. I think it's right on. And I think that we need to be humble this week and we need to choose to say I cannot receive or give hope and encouragement. I cannot wait patiently for the promises of God to be fulfilled. And I cannot consistently, at least, be a blessing unless I'm feeding my spirit the meat of God's word. Yes. So Paul is saying, don't have the debate about eating physical red animal products, right? That's not the right meat. (laughs) Don't worry about that. You need to be eating the meat of God's word. And, you know, the analogy that I always use, I probably overuse it, and that's okay. Some things bear repeating. If I am, first and foremost, spirit being made in the image of God, and I am not feeding my spirit, I'm starving, Melina. Right? And if I was talking to you today, and you hadn't eaten for 40 days, if you were in a 40-day fast, you would be struggling. Outside of divine intervention, you would be struggling. You would have very low energy and you'd be just wanting to go take a nap. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel so strongly that so many times we're weak spiritually just because we're not feeding our spirits. Yes. We're not making wise decisions. Good choices because our spirits are weak. We need to feed on the meat of God's word that will make us spiritually strong, that will allow us to operate in the hope and the encouragement that our verse of the week, Romans 15, 4, is talking about. It will allow us to wait patiently for God's promises to be revealed. It will allow us to live in complete harmony and join together, like verse says, with one voice, with the ultimate goal of giving praise and glory to God. Amen. That is our goal here on this earth, and that will be our goal for all of eternity. Melina, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners today?
0: I think one last thought, Carrie, is remembering we have the power of life and death in our tongue. And so if we're about the kingdom of God, which Paul is trying to help us stay on course to that so that we can stay in the word and stay in the unity that he's asking us to operate in, I have that power and I can speak encouragement. I can speak hope. And I I think making that choice is the priority each day.
1: So important, so critical. And that takes a lot of humility to stay in that posture. We're, we're not the answer to the world. Jesus is. Amen. Yeah. And I love that. And I pray that we hold tight to that. In fact, let's go ahead and pray. But Melina, I would love for you to come back next week, if you would. I'd like to spend one more week in this chapter, Romans 15. And I'd like to spend some time in verse 13 next week. Would you be willing to come back? Can't
0: wait. Thanks. Oh,
1: wonderful. Awesome. All right, let's pray. Father God, I pray that we would be humble enough to stay in a childlike posture, to remember, like Melina just admonished us, that we do have the power of life and death in our tongue. And you tell us that repeatedly throughout your word. I pray that we would remember that apart from you, we can do no good thing, that we need to be abiding in you, grafted into you, giving our burdens to you, hearing the truth that you speak over us. We need to be in your word. It's there that we will operate in the hope and the encouragement that your son Jesus Christ died to give us. It's there that that hope and encouragement that you died to give us will flow out to people around us. We won't be critical. We'll be able to bless others. And as we learn to wait patiently for your promises to be fulfilled in our lives, we'll also learn to be patient with those who are sensitive or don't agree with us or on a totally different page, people that we might say are not making good decisions or are like Melina shared with us in a place of spiritual immaturity. Lord, I pray that we would in the best possible way, get over ourselves so that we are allowing you and actively availing ourselves to be filled up with more of you that we would be patient encouragers that seek to live in complete harmony we don't seek to be right lord when we're seeking to live in complete harmony with you and with your children and when we are seeking to come together with one voice declaring that you are sovereign and you are good and we live to praise you help us to have the right priorities Help us to seek you and your kingdom and unity and fellowship and being joyful encouragers over being right and putting other people in their place. Give us a desire to be in your word. You promise us, Lord, in your word that when we seek you and your kingdom first, you take care of every detail of our lives. And so I pray that we would be men and women that live with a eternal perspective that we would put you first and that we would feed on your word that we would be spiritually strong and that we would be steadfast in our faith so that we can be an encouragement to others. I thank you for the encouragement of being in your word with Melina today and I pray for every listener Lord that you would fortify them and you would allow their roots to go down deep into the soil of your love, that they would be hopeful and they would be encouraged today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us
0: for This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. Find all our episodes by clicking the podcast link located on our website at fetterfree.org.